My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, happy Monday, Sunday, Saturday morning, whatever day it might be. <laughs> oh, Ivan, are you just waking up? Welcome to uh, episode 12, Ivan. Glad for you to join us. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like that. It's a bit like that. Oh, man. Is this, I think it's just that time of the year. Approaching the end of the year, end of calendar year, something in the brain just decides to... It's that time of year and that time of life um, where... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 your brain just tries to like click over and be like, uh, I've got to talk now. Um and just yeah, and it's not just table. But also, anyway, I should probably say hi everyone. <laughs> How rude of me to not even like yeah, jump guys, in the welcome conversation. Welcome to episode twelve. This feels good. It feels like yeah. it feels like it's a bit more um, into it was, now. When, when we were saying like episode three, four, it felt very kindergartenish. I still feel like I'm in kindergarten, but yeah. I'm like, you know, when kindergarten kids this is a classic one, right? I'm sure you're. I'm sure Hazel does this. Adriana does this now. Like the last couple of um, couple of weeks, um, we'd um, Natasha would go and pick him up from school. Yeah. And be like, <clears throat> she's like, oh, what did you do today? And he'd be like, oh, we got split up today. You yeah. know how that would happen in sometimes in kindy that they get split up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, where did you go? She's like, oh, he goes, oh, I went to 4L. And he's like, oh, okay, so you got to, got to hang out with, with who'd, other who'd kids. You get, yeah, with the other kids. And who'd you go with? He's like, you know, they get generally split up in like four. With four, buddies and with stuff. With buddies, right? Yeah. And they've got a different classroom. And then he's like... I said, well, why did you get split up for? And he's like, oh, you know, dad, for the kindy kids, the young kindy oh. kids. <laughs> the young kindy kids, they, you know, they were showing him around. So, you know, it was cute. I'm like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> you're in kindergarten. You're in kindergarten yourself. But it's funny how he said it. It was pretty cool. Like, he probably thinks he's like real, like, super old now. Because yeah. like, I'm going into year one. Like, yeah. move over, guys. Yeah. The kindy kids. And I was like, all right, champ. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> so, yeah, he does this... um. Kids are funny. Kids are super funny when they do stuff like that. But um, like feel, talking on the topic of being flat, like I haven't been able to get a good like. <laughs> I'm looking at your uh, face. My eyes are just, um, <laughs> my, I need sticky tape on you're, my eyeballs. You're doing the blinkers, like. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Am I boring you, my friend? Uh, no, not at all. Trust me, it's not that. It's not you, man. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's me. <laughs> Oh, okay. The bromance is real. I'm just trying to wake, wake up. up. No, wake no, up. All right, here we go. <coughs> so, yeah, tell me, it was, you were talking you were flat. Yeah, I was, well, you know, approaching that time of the year, you know, we're just getting into the flat period. Yeah. And um, I just haven't had a good, like, proper sleep, right? Yeah. But we do this thing at nighttime where we, we, we put the boys to bed and it's only been, well, it's been on and off for probably a year now where my oldest, Adriana, would come out of the bedroom and just kind of, come, it's cute, he'll come out and be like, Love you, mum and dad. We're like, okay, mate, love you too. Just yeah. get, get back to bed. It's <clears> late, you know? Or we'll hear him playing with toys in the dark and we just have to kind of go back and forth into his room and just usher him back to sleep. So for that reason, we stay upstairs. Yeah. So last night he was super tired and he just fell asleep straight away, but we just laid on the bed. Yeah. Like just talking. And then I just had the best, I think, hour power nap. Oh, really? At the most inappropriate time ever. It was like from... Right in the middle of a conversation with your wife after a big week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she, I think she fell asleep It's like you're having a deeper meaningful you wake up and you're like, oh, it's podcast morning. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that because we funny enough, we were going back and forth last night about, oh, you know, what time we're meeting up and stuff. 
And that was like 11 p.m. Yes. Oh, wow. When okay. you sent me that first text, yeah. I fell asleep. Okay. And then I woke up like ready to go. Oh, really? But it was 11.30 at night. Oh, okay. And then I went Neither to bed yeah. and I couldn't get back to oh, bed. That's and the then worst. I was just like, oh, what have I done? Why have I done this for? Yeah. So, yeah. I am that hence the uh, the flatness. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's uh, I think it's the it's the end of year. I have not had time off or a break since Everly was born, and that was October two thousand last seventeen. Yeah, no, last year. No, last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. last year, yeah. two thousand eighteen. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, last she's, year, she's we, one in a bit. December, oh, we're in December two thousand nineteen yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's <laughs> so um. Yeah, it's been like over a year and a bit now, like, you know, a year and a couple of months and I just, I need to take some time off and I'm looking forward to two weeks over at Christmas time. Beautiful. There's forced office closure, as they say, which means I get to... Uh, they actually close the office down. Yeah. This is becoming more and more common now. Well, with, they, with they, they, they'll keep key, they'll keep um, like key operational minimum, bare minimum staff to do like the core activities to keep things going in the background. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm not that important, so I don't have to worry about going there. Um and yes, yeah, so I'm just looking forward to two weeks off, uh, you know, over the Christmas break. And even like this morning, I woke up and I was like, "All right, seven o'clock now," because I, I wake up and I'm like, "All right, get up at seven. Don't even worry about breakfast. Just get up, get dressed, and then come here." Yeah. And then I usually stop on the way and get like a coffee. Yeah. And, and a then, hot chockey for me. And a hot chockey for you. It's actually literally called a hot chockey. Hot chockey, yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I usually get a thing called a veggie pasty. Okay. Um, but 7-Eleven didn't have any. And he's like, oh, we'll take 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, no, it's all right. I'll just get a spinach and ricotta roll. Okay. And I was thoroughly disappointed. It oh. just didn't hit the spot for Did me. You're not really uh, selling the 7-Eleven sponsorship if you're like downing their product. <laughs> yes. Well, you got to be honest when you're critiquing <laughs> yes, you products, you right? Do. You and do. then, uh, <laughs> And then I was like, yeah, the veggie, the veggie one would have been much better. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was funny. I was like driving here. And then because I get you the hot chocolate, right? Yeah. And I will, I'll explain to people, like, I get, so I get Daniel this hot chocolate in the morning, but I don't make it hot. Like, there's nothing in it. So I get, I get it's like, a powder cup. In it. It's got the powder thing in it. And you kind of add your milk when you're there. But because I got, like, another seven-minute drive from there to here, yeah. I don't want it to go cold. So I'm like, all right, don't worry about it. So then I text you on the way, and I'm like, hot milk time. <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and then after I sent it, I was like, that just doesn't sound right. It's, <laughs> That's why like I sent you the pick, laughing emoji. If, if Tash picks up your phone and sees a text from me going, hot milk time, it's like, <laughs> what are you guys doing there? <laughs> After I sent it, I was like, oh, my brain. It kind of <laughs> explains what your brain is at, yeah. I guess. So basically that means get the milk, warm it up, ready for when I walk in the door and you can kind of make the hot chocolate because you don't like to drink coffee. Yeah. Um, and so I've got my coffee, but yeah. So... That was the way to... This is kind of like the thing that gets me kind of in the mood. Like, not in the... Well, see, in the mood. <laughs> I said that oh, as you I almost say, spilled I my s- hot chockey everywhere. <laughs> you nearly spurted your hot chocolate on the microphones. Oh, my it, God. It gets me... Oh, okay, I'm the, just going to wait for you to say whatever you got to say. What's the word when I'm, it gets you, like, awake in the morning? Gets you ready ready to go, ready to hit the, the ground zone, running? maybe? Huh? In the zone? Yeah, that. Okay. okay. Let's go All with right. that. Let's okay. take a sip of our drinks and get ready for episode 12. Oh, it's only taken it seven minutes <clears throat> to get used to it. Yeah, um, right. made a bit of a mess. It's all so, good. yeah, man. So it's been a it's been a massive uh, it's been a massive week. Yesterday was uh, I actually went into work a little bit later than usual though. Yesterday, okay, um, which was quite nice. So because yesterday, uh, well, during the week we got a letter in the not in the mail, but in the kids' school bag, right? Okay, and it basically said, uh, "Dear Mister, or was it, dear parents and carers." Uh, 
you've we're inviting you to the school. Uh, your child will be receiving an award." And I was like, "Oh, that's, oh, nice. that's really cool." Yeah. So, and it's <clears> like, please keep it like um, like anonymous. Obviously, they want to surprise the kids and whatnot. The kids don't even know. And the way it works out is the school picks three kids from each class year mm-hmm. to get an award for either literacy, numeracy, or mission, meaning like the mission of the school. So there's three categories. What does mission of the school mean? Like if I was in there, they represent the school. No, they the, represent the school. They do some sort of community work. They live out the school values or and whatnot, right? Oh, okay, so okay. it'd be it'd be that kind of thing. Um, so we we got invited to these school awards things yesterday morning. I was like, oh, that's really cool, you know. Yeah. And this week, all the school reports and stuff came out. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, so it's a big yeah. deal in our house at this time of year because both kids are like, oh, what's What'd my report going to get? Yeah, get? What did yeah. you get? How did it turn out? You know, and. I mean, you know how I feel about like university and stuff now. So I see a school report and I'm like, it doesn't really mean much to guys. You. It's it's kindergarten. And year I know two. it's really but okay. It's, it's it's a good but gauge for them. It's a good gauge. Yeah. They like it. It kind of keeps them on air. Like not on, it keeps kind of keeps them on their own edge a little bit to kind of just do the best that they can for themselves. It works right? both ways. I guess if they've been performing, it lets them know that yes, I have been performing. Or if they've yeah. you know in kindergarten, if they haven't you know kept up the standards or, yeah. or if at the, the level of everyone else, yeah, it shows that they're not, and it's something they got to focus exactly. on and and, and we're and we're big on and to that point we're big mm-hmm. on wanting to see them just try like yeah put in the effort show up Give put in the effort um you know you know i don't i don't expect you know kids to be like you know the smartest most highest in iq intelligence and all this stuff it, it just have fun have good hearts, treat people right, do the best you can, and the rest of it will just work itself out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of going off the topic, but that, that so basically got this uh, invite to go to the school. So we went there yesterday, and uh, our son got awarded um, for for the categories the numeracy nice um, award. So yeah. he's he loves his mathematics. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm math, you know, and the teachers it's like a mathematician. He he feels like yeah, he he likes his numbers and stuff, right? Um. <laughs> And the teachers will often comment at parent-teacher type events, like, oh, you know, Dan's like a little mathematician and whatnot. And it's like, oh, that's cool. He likes it, you know? Yeah. Um, so he got that, and we were really, really proud. And then the... So that was like the, I guess, the main portion of the big awards that they were giving out. Yeah. And then the remaining 45 minutes or so of the awards ceremony was... The remaining 45 minutes? Yeah. Okay. Or half an hour at least okay. was the rest of the awards. Okay. And so now I'm going to open this up to not just because I've been to other award ceremonies where I've had to give out awards before. Yeah. And there's there's what I see, and I remember back in my school days too, and you probably remember when you're back in your school days. It's like this time came where when we were back at school, it's like there was like a first, second, and third place in whatever it was, right? Okay. In yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. And you get like first place in the year, then they'd give second place and third place, and third place was like, all right, you got your third place. That was, Congrats, but yeah, you didn't come. You first. made it on the podium. You made it on the podium, yeah. right? Now I, I'm probably going to like stir, you know, ruffle the feathers here with some parents because I'm about to go down a rabbit hole that's probably not politically correct with a lot of parents. Yeah. But then again, I'm not. I won't be surprised if some parents actually agree, but are too afraid to say it. I kind of feel. So like I'm going to say you can kind of stand on my shoulders here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll speak Jump for off you. Jump that fence and join the party. <laughs> but so. Yeah, so it was like first, second, and third. You made it on the podium, right? <clears throat> but then there's these awards that came out, and this wasn't yesterday. This is just in general too, like the participation award or yeah. the best effort award or the most improved award mm. or the 
fill in the blank something award. award. Yeah. And I remember going to this one this one school event once um, where I was helping to give out some awards. And I kid you not, there probably was about I don't know two maybe two three hundred students in the hall. Yeah. For like the end of school thing, and about ninety percent. And do you know how many awards got given out? Probably like probably about two to three hundred awards, <laughs> and it was just nonstop participation in whatever subject, participation yeah. in whatever subject, participation in whatever subject. And it was like, and you know me now, I'm like big on the creative arts, and even yesterday they had numeracy, literacy, and mission. And I turned to my wife and said they should have like a creative award. Yeah. Because we don't do enough of that in school, yeah. right? Um, I felt we used to do that, and then there wasn't enough emphasis, so they flipped it on its head and said, no, nah, math, English, and science is like everything. Yeah. If you don't do good in that, you're, you're pretty much doomed. Yeah. So there's not enough of that stuff now. Um, so I'm all for that. But then they were giving out awards for like participation in creative arts, and there was like 50 of those. As opposed to this is the this is the kid that has performed the best at creative arts, or as opposed to here's a piece of art someone made. It made it into this particular show or exhibition, or it won this particular award for this or certain age group, for and- this age group, or it went into some sort of a museum thing, or they participated in some sort of a an arts creative contest into or them into exhibition a contest. Yeah. or show or Because a lot of the something. times a lot of the times museums, I'm pretty sure this the museum in, in the city, in the Sydney City does it, where they have like certain categories for different age groups and they yeah. ask schools to I guess join or um, enter your best students. Yeah. And and you can you are they get ju- they get judged and they win, right? Yeah. So I'm not saying like arts are competition, I'm not saying that. It's more just it could have been they could have awarded it for anything to do with something a little bit at least competitive but it's almost like if you're being competitive you're not being you're not being nice right yeah so to my point anyway is even yesterday it was like there's just non-stop giving out of awards and i asked myself the question i'm like if if everyone gets an award who gets an award everyone gets an award that's, that's just because if everyone's getting it, it normalizes it and means then no one is getting one because yeah. that's the, the, did they the at least norm. Dis- I know this is going to sound silly, but did they at least distinguish the um, the because it's obviously they they generally print it out on some kind of you know fancy piece of paper or cardboard? Did they distinguish the difference in like in <clears throat> at least the size or the color of it? Was it like a well, gold, was it so, like a so gold some awards award they or? give out are like they'll give out. Um, you 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 achieve like if you get a certain number of like the first level of awards, then you can trade them in. You get the next level one. Yeah, yeah. And then Similar you trade those in, and you get the yeah. next level one. Yeah. And you trade those in, you get the next level one. Yeah. That last level, there was like heaps of those. Oh wow! So just by multiplying out the fact that like the numbers of also awards even like the out, third and final level, heaps of them. Oh wow! So they're just handing these things. So out. they're handing them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying this. So yesterday. I'm, I'm, like, we took our kids out last night for, for a buffet dinner and they loved it. It was like end of year celebration. They got their reports. They did really well. They got an, they got their, they got his award. Um, it's just been an exciting time. Um, in our, in our house, they got this new 3D printed hand thing. Yeah. Um, so that you probably saw his video man. and stuff on YouTube. Yeah, that was awesome. So it's been a exciting week and I thought, let's just wrap it all together and go out for dinner. So I'm certainly proud of my kids. So this is not me taking away from their his award right now. Yeah. I'm speaking at large in general about what impact is this going to have on our kids long term when they grow up and realize, 
oh, life doesn't just give out awards. Yeah. Now, it may very well turn out that by the time they're in their 20s, that because that was their generation they grew up with, yeah. everybody keeps being like that, and then they all support each other, and it is the environment creates... I guess the environment created is one where it is more normal that everyone kind of pats everyone on the back a lot more. I but think- as it stands now... yeah. The way it is now in current like current time, yeah. and growing up, what we saw, and maybe short term looking into the future, at least from what I can see, there is not a lot of patting on the back. Yeah, I think what you're saying is probably if, if I don't that, want to set them up for failure. If everyone were to like, that, that's actually a good concept. If, I'd, but I don't think that's ha- I don't think that's why they've created the system of giving everybody awards. That's not why. I think it would be good if they were to give everyone awards and there'd be this like, kind of like in business. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone like, you know, sits together, pats each other on the back or how, how, how you know, like when they, what, what's those um, meetings that people generally have? Like a team meeting. Like a, no, not a team meeting. Like when businesses. Um, Strate- like strategy sessions. Strategy, like when different businesses meet up together. Collaborate. At, at, like, a, at like a coffee shop kind of thing. It's like, what, I'm what it's I know called. what you're trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? And everyone kind of talks. They sit around. There might be a chiropractor. There might be a an IT guy. Networking. A, type networking. Event. That's it. Yeah. That's one. Like a networking meeting, right? And everyone just kind of, even though they're all, all different um, businesses, they all kind of pump each other up and go, oh, that's really good. And yeah. you kind of walk away from it going, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm yeah. going to do that. It's and almost I, like a mastermind type session. Like a mastermind type session. Yeah. And that's what that's it should good. be when you're giving out a whole heap of awards yeah. where- the kids that, <coughs> excuse me, get like the big numeracy and whatever awards should be going around and being encouraged by the teachers to give the younger kids or the kids that maybe only got the one participation for being kind award, the pat on the back and this is collective bringing everybody up. Yep. But at the end of the day, they are kids, right? Yep. They're not going to psychologically be in that state. So although that sounds like a good reason for it, I don't think it's why the schools have created no, it. No, I think it's because... The schools have created it because they're afraid of... They're afraid of, one, backlash of parents. Yeah, that's the bit that's wrong. Two, it is probably the backlash from the kids that, oh, someone else got one and I didn't. And three, there's this fear that we're we're not... If we don't nurture them enough, we might... Their their feelings might be hurt and they might not be okay. Yeah. And I think we don't give enough credits to how tough kids are. Yeah. um, Because... We're definitely making them softer. A hundred percent. I think we are. And... I think in some regards that's a good thing yeah. because they're be- they're becoming more empathetic. There is no, there's no uh, question that I think the younger generation will be more empathetic as time goes on and they grow up. And I think that's a valuable thing that the just the population in general needs. Yeah. Um, but what I do think is that in general, when life kind of punches you in the face a little bit. I think that it won't be conducive to their ability to bounce back on that. So they're not, they're later on, they won't be they used won't to the be, punch in the they face. They won't be used to it and equipped. <clears throat> and it's almost like, you know, you, you kind of you you, you enter you, you kind of enter the workforce later on, um, or it could just be life in general, relationships or anything. And then something doesn't quite work out, and, and then the kids get a bit of a shock. And it's like, but my whole life I've been told I was really good yeah and now you're telling me i can't join the league or i can't join the team or i didn't get that job or yeah uh and it's it's like and it trickles down from it, it academia to um to sports to yeah everything even you know just in the classroom yeah and definitely. i mean I'm, I'm seeing adults you know it, even even nowadays in workforces where it's like someone will get a promotion or someone will get a pay rise or someone will get a, a new job offer and then the other people in the in the in the business 
um, are like, well, what about me? And it's like, well, what about but you? What about you? Yeah. This is, it, you know, meritocracy is okay sometimes. Yeah. Did you stay back and put in the time? Did you shorten your lunch break? I'm not saying everyone has to, but if yeah. that's what the person wanted to do and they got a result out of it, then they deserved it. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you put in the extra effort? Did you take on the extra workload and projects above and beyond? Yeah. Um, and if you did, well, okay, you deserve it. But if you didn't, there's no by default setting where you're privileged, where you just get given it on a platter as well. Yes. And I think, I think sometimes it's okay in life to have to just work a little bit harder than other people to get what you want i don't even think it's that man i just think it's whoever's in charge of acknowledging the award system has been compromised i think everyone i think the the way people have been working or been putting effort nothing that aspect hasn't changed it's the acknowledgement part it's you know the like the eighth place ribbon kind of thing. yeah do you know what i mean um it's funny i was speaking to a client of mine who's a a retired school teacher is probably like 70 something now. <clears throat> yeah. And what funny enough talking about kind of similar topics to this. And he, he said he, in his era, there was actually no certificates for anything. There was no, Oh, this guy was good at maths and this guy was good at English. There was mm. just the ducks of the school. Yeah. Full that stop. Was that was it. Yeah. So if, and if you got the ducks of the school, then you got the ducks of the school. Yeah. That was it. Where And then he said that it then progressed to first place, second place, third place, which is probably our era. Which and, they, is now- and they would have looked at that and questioned like, why do we need first, second, exactly. third? Why not just the ducks? Exactly. Yeah. And we're coming, he, he's coming from an era where his school teachers would literally pull out the cane if you didn't yeah. submit. But they, you know? I, I still, I dislike, I know, I know. know. I'm not saying that we should be pulling no, out know. the cane. Of course not. And what I'm saying is there's, ov- there's a real obvious change and this is probably the biggest the, the biggest one. And it's probably, I don't want to say it's just now. I think it's been going on for a while now, the yeah. whole eighth place ribbon. But the effort applied by students, or just even in the workplace, hasn't changed. I don't think it's changed. I think it's the people that are in charge of acknowledging the the first place, second place, third place. They've gone, oh, maybe how about fourth place? And, oh, and here's my mate. And, oh, this teacher's been on my back. And, and this this dad keeps, you know, saying, why? what about my son? What about my son? And yeah. it becomes fourth, fifth, sixth place, seventh place. And and it just becomes everyone. Yeah. I mean, I think you, in all of that, you made one point where you were like, I don't think the effort in the workplace has changed. I, I would probably say that I think in schools, kids are actually working harder than they ever have. They probably are. Um, and And old school parents would be like, Nah, you know, we used to have to recite and learn all these different things by heart and memory. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't serve you. Like, we got Google these days, so eat it. But um, I don't think that that's necessarily working hard. That's just, you know, that's just doing the work. But I think kids nowadays are being taught to be a lot more resourceful. Mm. Um, They certainly cram in a lot more into their days of learning. There's less drawing, less creating, less arts than what we used to have. When I went, at least I know in my school when I was in primary school. Um, and nowadays, like, you know, my daughter's learning like, you know, phonics and all these different yeah, these sounds. Different Some words. parents will be like, they yeah, are, I remember learning if, that if in school anything, too. They are. Like my, my little guy brings home kindergarten homework and I'm looking at some of this stuff and I have to go, what? What's that mean? Yeah. To, what was a word that he came up the other day? He was like, oh, dad, um, what's a, uh, what's a diagraph for SS? And I was like, what the hell is a diagraph? Do you know what yeah. a diagraph is? No. So a diagraph is, a, is words that I could be watching it here, <laughs> that either start or end with two two letters, two of the same letters. Oh, okay. So then I'm there. Like seeds. No. Um, S-E-E-D-S. No, that's in the middle, like at the at the start and at the end. S-E-E-D-S. 
No, no, like as in like it has to end with SS or start with SS or two F- S's or FF or M or something like that. I oh, could, like process. I could, yes, process. Okay. That's one of them, right? Okay. So then here I am, right? <laughs> Twenty minutes later, trying to go. What the hell's a diagraph? I'm like, oh my god, this is kindergarten stuff. I don't yeah. remember doing any of this, and I remember I was the 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 worst. My brain had to think was what kind of color am I going to use to paint on this piece of paper? That was as, that's yeah. as far as my brain had to go. Now they're doing all this extra stuff, which is good. So it, alluding it, to your point. It's good, but I but I question how much value that has. Oh, I think it's good, man. Look, whatever they retain from it, even if, it, even if, even if they only walk away with, say, yeah. 20% of it, it's better than zero. Yeah. I, I just think that, I think that we should be letting kids be a little bit, like let kids be more kids in kindergarten in yeah. year one yeah i can understand from year two onwards they've got to start to pick up the game a little bit yeah um but i think they'd be rather than spending say you know 90 percent of their time on hard crunching school work yeah if they cut that in half and then added in like programming and coding yeah, kindergarten get 100 it doesn't have to be like coding in python like yeah. proper code like you know variables and all that i mean happen. more like there's there's apps and games and even board games out there where you kind of code but you're doing it visually so okay, you learn yeah. how at least you're training the brain to think about things the way that they'll actually need to be thinking about when they're a bit I think, older yeah right? i think that's good I some think schools pro- are starting to do that and i, I give credit to those type of schools probably won't have the facilities for it that's uh probably, probably. well i mean you can download apps online you know actually not, you know no not even the facilities i think a lot of teachers they're wouldn't not, even know how to deliver the no. the the, the I guess the program or the course. Probably not. Yeah. So that's um, almost a waste So of time. look, I think, I mean, I've, I've kind of brought up a lot of different things there, but the main thing I kind of wanted to get your opinion on it is, and I guess the listener's opinion on it is, are we doing an injustice to our kids by offering ribbons, mm. certificates, trophies for fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, participation, best effort, and all of these other awards. Because in my mind, in my mind and in my opinion, I don't think we're doing them a justice. Mm-hmm. And I'll quite comfortably say to my, you know, if my son or daughter says, oh, you know, I didn't come first. I'm like, so what? Uh, you didn't try hard enough then maybe. Yeah. You know, or maybe someone else was just better at it than you. And yeah. that's okay because yeah. you're a, probably better okay at other things sometimes. than them. Yeah. Uh, and that person's just better at this than you are. And that's all right. If you want to go first, maybe try a little bit harder next time. Mm-hmm. If you didn't score the goal in soccer, go in the backyard and kick more balls. Like yeah. practice makes practice perfect. practice more. Yeah, I, I think, think that's okay. Yeah, look, I, I I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I think we're not doing him any service at all by offering you know fourth, fifth, sixth place ribbons and participation trophies. Like I don't mind the the most improved one. Sometimes like it depends on the subject. I would personally like to know if they've actually based their um, award on some criteria. Some criteria. Like, have they gone back in, in studies and look, oh, wait, hold on a second. Maybe if we give these fourth, fifth and sixth place ribbons or participation trophies to the kids that do come in those places, does it lift them up a little bit? Does it Does it allow them to go oh wow this is cool i've got a i've got fifth place and does it give them motivation to to perform a bit a bit more yeah like if there's been any actual if they've got studies on we've given we didn't give trophies to these kids they didn't perform they've gone on to high school and whatnot and they just didn't eventuate into anything yeah and then there's been these block of kids we've given 
fourth, fifth, sixth place ribbons, and they've gone on to then later on in maybe year, in the grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, and improve more. Yeah. If there's actual statistics on that, then you kind of think, well, maybe. I, I'd argue that I, there probably isn't enough data no, I don't to think there's really enough conclude data. that because you'd have to do a study on multiple schools with hundreds of kids in each schools to get really good valuable data in how that turns out yeah. over a reasonable period of time. Yeah, so which brings me to the point of agreeing with you. I don't However, know. there might be some data out there and if there is, uh, I'd be interested I'm, to read it. I'm, but- doubt, I'm doubtful, but if there is, hey, awesome. Like, but I, even then, I, I still don't think it's good. Like, even with sports, like I remember growing up and there did be like, you know, um, I don't agree with, I think there's, I think there should be an A team and then, like I say, a reserve grade. Yeah. That's fine. But then when they make, like, I remember when in high school, there was the, I can't remember now, it's like the, there was the under 13s. Yeah. Well, under 12s. And then there was the 12Bs, which is fine because there's a lot. And then there was the year seven team. Yeah. And I was like, it, it literally was just, and it's going to sound crap, it's just the shit kickers. Do you know what I mean? It was like the guy. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds terrible, but you watch them play and you're like, this is just, why are they here? Yeah. Because they, the, the teachers had they obviously had some kind of curriculum from the uh, the Board of Education where- But they try and get them to compete as to well. To compete as well. So it was just a whole bunch. It was a league of just year seven kids yeah. that couldn't make it to the under 12s yeah. or the under 12 Bs. Yeah. And they're just like, well, this is just leftovers. Yeah. You're brutal, <laughs> but man, it's but I, it's I, I, true I know what you're because then to these say. kids I know, are like, I know. like, there's no sense of reality. <laughs> I you know get I mean? it. Like I, I, I come from the era where you'd go, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, all the under 13s, the the notice is up on the board of yeah. who made it to the team. Yeah. So you'd go up there and you'd be like, you look at your name, yes, yes I made I it. it, yeah, I made it, and then you sit there and there's that kid going. Nah, didn't make it to under 12s. Yeah. Nah, didn't make it to 12 And then lo and behold, next year, they were still training to try and get in again. And then finally, they'd make it if they tried real some, hard. Some would. Yeah. Some would. And some then just others wouldn't. wouldn't reach that athletic performance. And then mm. eventually, they'd grow into their body and get better. But then they just had this default year 17. Yeah. And if you look at the list, it's like, that's everybody that participated yeah. on the day. They should just go, no, there's no need for a year 17. Yeah. It's just 12 the 12s and 12Bs and that was it. That was it. And I didn't think that did any justice because I specifically remember this one time where um, one of the dads actually came into the school. Yeah. And his problem with the coach was his kid was playing for the year seven team. Yeah. But he was on the bench. So you can imagine how shit this kid was. I know this is going to sound really bad, (laughs) but his kid was terrible at it, right? And he's like, why is my son always on the bench? And I'm like, like looking at him, even at a young age in year seven, I was thinking, you are not not doing doing your son any good. That's right. And then you look over and sheepishly, naturally, you got this son hiding behind his dad. Yeah. I think he might have said something and then realized his dad's taken it to another level yeah. of protecting his son. And then he's gone, oh, this is, this is crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which then lead, which then kind of, which was sad. Well, I, I, obviously, I didn't participate in it, but then I found out through other kids that this kid then got bullied. Yeah, which is not right. It's, which is not right. And it's kind of like, well, are these participation yeah. things really yeah. you know, are they, worth Is it, it because the kids want to be in there or is it sometimes probably because the parents want to be I in there? I think there's a lot of pressure from parents. Like, why isn't my child, you know, he did really good at this. Yeah. Thing. Why isn't he getting this? And I think the problem is, yes, it's the school's issue because they've created the monster. I think they've got to kind of try and tame the monster yeah. now. But I think ultimately, again, is is really, I think it's probably more emphasis of our parents. Was yeah. we, I think we've kind of grew up tougher. And then we've, we've thought, oh, maybe let's be a little bit softer on our kids. And we've created this like. Yeah. Because I'd be willing, I'd be willing to say. 
if we had like if we pretend right now in our mind that there's this there's this experiment we could run and we basically said right starting from monday yeah we're going to be stopping all certificates Just except for your first second and third, third. i think that's all right you still got your school ducks yeah your first second and third in the year for whatever it is yeah and after that that's it there's nothing else i think right? if we did that i it- think if we did that you'd have probably a bit of pushback from some kids that'd be like oh but i didn't get one either and then if a teacher just turned around and said yeah that's okay but they actually tried harder and they did a little bit better than you yeah uh and their work was better so that's why they got it that's right however you're really good at this so go try harder at that and i'm sure they won't be able to beat you there that's all you need to say yeah or just try harder next time tommy it's going to be okay i think it's okay i think the kids will bounce back yeah the problem will start is when the parents start calling the schools and they're like, my kid came home because they're really upset because they didn't get the award for whatever and they've been trying hard all year. It's like, yeah. who's really hurt here, you or the kid? I think it's them, it's the parents. And I'd argue it's probably the parents. So what do you think? Like, I've, I'm, I'm kind of like, as you're talking, I'm kind of thinking of a solution here myself in my head, but what do you think is the solution that, apart from just eliminating it? What just do you think? Parents just- need to step back a little bit, yeah, and understand that uh, their kids will be okay. Yeah, even if they're not, if you, if you, because most parents acknowledge that their child may not be the best performer at certain things. No, even then, I, d- I don't think enough parents do that. I think there should be more. Of there that. should certainly be more. It's okay I think to some think parents that delude not- themselves yeah. that their kid is the greatest soccer player or greatest ballet artist or greatest at whatever. Yeah, the kid's terrible at it. Yeah. And the kid probably doesn't even enjoy doing it. Yeah. But the parents want them to do it. So when the parents are hanging around their friends, they can say, my kid at um, piano class or my kid at dancing or my kid's in like the something something soccer club of this name. It's like, all right, that's great. That's really good for you, buddy. Um, But how happy is your kid? Yeah, exactly. You know? I I was thinking just as we were just talking then, like I think it would probably be good to have like a... Still like a ranking system, first, second, third, and they get acknowledged at assemblies. Yeah. And then there should be like a list. Maybe not the whole class because you don't want to see your name dead last, but maybe have the top 10 and then see if you're not in the top 10 and if there's say 25 students in your class, you know that you sit below top 10 and you got to get yourself into the top 10. And then if you're like seventh, eighth, and you're, in, we're would, talking about maths or like that, in high school. Would that be to help the kid get into the top 10 or to say buffer the effects of sadness of the kids who are not in the top 10? Both. That's the thing I disagree with. Both because- Let them be sad. <laughs> it's okay to let them be I just, sad I'm sometimes. Not a, I don't agree with the physical award, the paper, the- Piece yeah. of paper that has a but I don't think then something. behind the scenes we should like pick the kids up and be like it's okay have a pat on the back your yeah. name wasn't there but we'll just put it on a special piece of paper for you so now we've still acknowledged you well, it's, it's not I a, think it's, it's not okay a... to not acknowledge the kids sometimes yeah yeah look I guess yeah I see I see what you're saying I think it's okay yeah yeah I, I guess so but I was more so thinking as well like there might be some kids that it just allows them to go you know what <clears throat> I'm not as good as sorry excuse me. <clears throat> I'm not as good as, you know, John, who's coming fourth or fifth. I'm like coming eighth or ninth, or I might be coming 11th or 12th. And all of a sudden the next semester, I'm now ninth. It kind of like lifts them up. And it's like they have their own competition within themselves to boost themselves up without yeah. having a piece of paper. But at the same time, and I know you're a fan of it, it softens that blow a little bit if, they ha- if they're not acknowledged. Yeah. 
I guess it's uh, kind look, of, I guess it's kind of. I know it's a little bit fence sitting, but um, I'm I'm again. If I had to lean one way or another, I'd still lean more your way. That it's okay not to be not to acknowledge if they're just not in that realm yeah. of performance. Yeah. I uh, look. I, I I I kind of agree, and I somewhat disagree. I think it's okay <laughs> to just be a little bit little bit tougher. tougher. I mean, look, I I think it, there's certainly a place for empathy because. In, in the context of where I'm coming from, and, and people can look at this and be like, oh, well, that's why you're so tough with the way your views are. It's actually not why I'm like that. I'm trying to think about the kids here, about them being, I guess, prepared enough for what comes later on in life and the curveballs it throws you. Because I remember when I was back at school, it's like if I, um, and maybe this is a personality thing, I tried to also be really, really honest, but if I got uh, an, a test result in school, and it was like, you know, f- say if I got 48%, like it's a fail, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 48% and failed. Um, but if the whole year, the highest mark was like 57%, it wasn't that far off. Yeah. And I'd go home like, oh, but I got 48%. And it's like... <laughs> I could just imagine. You know, and then it was like, I got 48%. And it's like, oh, so you flunked. Yeah. I used to get told I flunked, like you failed, you flunked. And well, I'm you, like... Well, you did. I know I did, right? <clears throat> yeah. And that's okay. Um, and then it was like, but then the extra things was like, or, and then there'd be cases where I say if I got like, if I got 57 and the highest was 63, yeah. I got 57, I passed. So yeah. I really pushed it up more. And it's like, you got 57? Yeah. Like it's barely a pass. How stupid must the rest of the kids in the year be? So that'd be the comments that I'd get, right? I think that's just a, just the degeneration. It's the, the older parents, generation. Right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't agree with that now because mm. I don't think there's a need to put down like the whole year. But I think... There's, for me personally, like I remember one time I got like, it might have been like a 51 or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we'd sit in the classroom and I don't know where I'm going for this, but it's just an interesting story. So I'd be <laughs> sitting in the class, journey to wherever, fuck it. So I'd be sitting in the classroom, right? And I got 51 and the teacher would go through line by line every answer, right? And they basically deconstructed. So it was a maths test. It was like 20 questions. So question one Question is one, B. this is question a solution. Is and they'd go through the solution on the board. Yeah. And I'd oh be like, gosh. yeah, fuck, got it. Yeah, cool. Oh, no, I didn't get it. So that's the answer, right? Yeah. And I sucked at maths in, in early high school. Yeah. And then say I got up to question six and I got a tick. I was like, yeah, I got that one right. And then as he's on the board, he's doing the solution. He comes up with a different solution to the one I got ticked for. And I'm like... Huh. Shit. <laughs> How did like, I do that? Fuck. I got the, you ticked it, but it's not the right answer. I wrote 4X and you've got 7X X squared. I'm like, so you've marked me right, but I'm really wrong. Yeah. And I got 51 and then I pull out the calculator and I'm like, shit, if that's, you... That's 49. That's like 49. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I didn't really pass. So you know what I did? What'd you do? I literally pulled the teacher up after class. And you said, I'm, I found And I it. said, sir, you marked me right, but their answer's wrong. And he's like, uh, he's like... Ivan, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's all right. Like, it's marked already. I've already recorded the result. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not right. It's yeah. it's wrong. And he's like, you do realize it's going to mean you failed the test after this. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he literally crossed it out with his pen. And you got 49 And I, got, I failed the test because oh, I told him. It's tough that. I would have gone, yep, winning. Right. <laughs> now, what realistically would have happened is yeah. he probably would have walked off and went, fucking stupid kid. Walked off, right? <laughs> yeah. Had lunch. And then not even adjusted the test result on the final report. <clears throat> probably did. But the point is that because it's more work for him. Probably more work for him, and he's yeah. probably like, "What doesn't really matter? It's Ooh. year seven. It's because. really not going to affect you on the twenty sixth of, of of September in two thousand and twenty when yeah. you're doing a job at nine o'clock in the morning. It really is not going to matter." Yeah. But I think for the point of the kid, 
to I recognize it. Yeah, you were able to, at, at that age at to that recognize age to recognize the fact that look, who's doing an injustice? Am I doing an injustice to me here? Yeah. Like, I didn't care about the rest of the class. Yeah. It was just for me and holding myself to a personal standard. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's okay to have some sort of in like instilling that into kids that, you know, if you if you don't get it right all the time, it's okay. Yeah. Um, put in a little bit of extra effort next time. Um, but life's going to have its curveballs sometimes, mm-hmm. and I think if we if we don't equip kids enough for what's coming later on in life, mm-hmm. because right now we're the world's doing pretty well, right? Yeah. Economically, um, socially, I think at large as a whole, some people are probably beg to differ with different political situations, different financial things, some countries in having challenges and whatnot. But as a whole, as a whole population, as a human population, we're, we're doing well, yeah. right? But inevitably, there'll come a time, whether it be the weather changes, whether it be the financial markets decide to take another turn back in the opposite direction because yeah. most people haven't experienced that. All those people. And things actually well. get tough. Yeah. And then you're sitting at your desk one day and you've got like lots of lunches happening at work. Yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of stationery to go around. And you've got four or five computer screens on your desk. Uh, and you've got a team of 16. And then you walk into the office and it's like, um, uh, no, guys, uh, make sure you cut your photocopying back to one page per day. Yep. And uh, you look to the right and the desk is now vacant. And then the next week, the other desk behind you is now vacant. And, and you've got to share a computer and with you've that got to guy. Share a comp- and, and things actually... And this happens. Like yeah. companies yeah, yeah, really, really cut back. And then you go into the room, you're like, but I'm a really good performer. Yeah. Why, why am I like not getting... It's like, because we can't afford to pay you. Yeah. There's no money being made. Yeah. Or... Uh, every company nowadays or most companies nowadays are in the startup scene don't actually make money. Yeah. It's all crowdsourced money or yeah. venture capital money. Mm-hmm. And when it all runs out and no one's making money and the doors have to shut, it's like everyone will get a shock. And the ones that are left behind and the, the ones that are, that are, are left behind will the, be the, the ducks ones of the schools, the first and second. Potentially, part. well, generally, if we're using that context, but they'll be the one. Not, maybe not even the ducks of the schools. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that. I think the ones that were probably thicker skinned will land on their feet a bit better. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're That's right. That's what I probably more say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I right. think the thicker skin comes from not pandering and pampering kids and teenagers. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Because we're not going to help them out. Well, I just, I, I, the problem is essentially us. It's our generation yeah. as parents. The the, the, the the parents that are 25 to 40, maybe. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that. For maybe a little bit more, a bit less. 25 to 40. That generation are the, are, the, are the type of parents that were parented the thicker skinned way. And somewhere along the line... It's probably a bit of backlash too. It is a backlash. I think it so. It is backlash. Yeah. And we want to give our kids the most head start we possibly can. Yeah. But we're blurring the lines of head starts yeah. and just pampering them. Yeah. I th- I th- yeah. That's, I think that's... I, I think, think you make a good point. If we be empathetic to the 25 to 40-year-olds, which is our generation yeah. now, I'd probably say to them that... You know, if if I was chased around the dinner table because I didn't study seven hours for the day, <laughs> I don't think that's that's the right way to go about it. Ah, uh, isn't it? N- no, because if I was to go back in time now, I would not do that. I would change everything that I did. I'd live a little bit more. I wouldn't study seven hours a day, and I'd probably rebel. I think kids, I think kids need a tiny bit of fear. 
I like I that's okay. I, well, that's feedback. Yeah, but no one wants a nectarine thrown at him. I'm talking about well, like look. I'm talking about like <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just playing jokes. But if I'm jokes. I, I'm saying like if if kids kids don't need to. I don't think kids understand repercussions. Yes, but I'm um, say speaking it's like, to oh, a... you've been bad. You haven't performed. They might even say that, and they go, "Oh, Tommy, like you got, you got a, you got a D." Yeah. Anyways, all right, just go to your room and play. That just did not happen. No, I that know that didn't happen with me. No, but there's an element of effort though in that. So if they if they actually came home and they were like, "Look, Dad, I really, really tried," and if you're like, "No, son, you like, no, Dad, just listen, I really, really tried so hard to get that D," and you really, really see case. it, it's definitely case by case. That, with each, that comes each down kid. to parenting, yeah. being self aware of yourself, yeah, being understanding aware of your, your kids, child. understanding your child. We've had an episode about, about this. this. Yeah, it's individual tailoring for parenting. Yeah, you've got to understand your kid. And in that case, you got to appreciate that, yes, they put in the effort, but they can't just be a blanket, oh, no, all kids are, you know, you didn't put in the effort, so you just suck. It can't be yeah. like that. You've got to have empathy. Yeah. But I think for the 25 to 40-year-olds that where life was just black or white, it was like either pass or fail, there's probably an element, if we're being empathetic to them, of not wanting that for them not for their wanting own kids. that for their own kids yeah and i speak for myself but, as well i'm yeah, like that of too course, and i've been i've seen my found myself like that where i'm kind of like propping them up a little bit too much and i'm like hold on Ivan, are you propping them up too much now yeah or is it okay to try and step back a little yeah, bit yeah, and as yeah. a parent i've had to step back and i'm like that's well, not what right about to say to them they're probably not gonna like i'll probably turn around and bite my lip and be like mm, was that a bit too harsh yeah but i think it's worth trying because i know my kid can take it yeah and i'll give them the honest answer and yeah. then they're trying to kick a ball, and they don't score goals. And like, but oh, that's not fair! Like every other kid scores a goals, and they're on the t- they're they're playing more, and they're not on the sidelines enough. And I'll turn around and say, the reason why is because that kid who's always winning the medals in the end of the soccer game, mm-hmm. they don't train on Thursday night just like you do. Yeah, they train. The, another class before the class you just trained in. Yeah, they also train on Tuesdays and Mondays. Yeah, and they've got they. They live and breathe soccer, for example. These yeah. kids just do nothing but soccer. <clears throat> That's right. And I'm like, so they deserve yeah. to be better than you because, because they're they've putting kicked in the hours. more balls yeah. into a soccer goal than you have. More than you have. Yeah. They train two or three days a week and you don't. That's right. So that's why they're better than you. Yeah. And it's okay to say that. Yeah. And I, I agree th- with you. And then, I 100% but, agree with you. And then some parents like, oh, but that's a bit too harsh. On the flip, I'll then say, but then there are other things that you're really good at. Yeah. Like, making YouTube videos yeah. or, um, you know, playing a certain game on free, something as simple as like playing a game on the Xbox and you know you're really, really good at it, but other kids suck at it. It's yeah. like, you're good at that. That's yeah. okay. That's your strength. Yeah. But you suck at something else. Yeah. It's, okay. it's okay. That kid will suck at this, but they're really good at that. Yeah, yeah you're showing them that. I think that's okay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, like <clears throat> going back to the, to the soccer thing, like or what I tend to do with my with my kids, especially most recently with my oldest, like either they both do this program on weekends called Soccer Joeys. And so they were both in together in the three to five class. Okay. So Adriana, who's the eldest, who was like, you know, pretty much five, almost turning six, like, Every time there was the game at the end, after they've done all the skills and drills, he was just scoring all the goals. He's bigger, he's faster, he's been doing it for longer and whatnot. So he was like, I, I, I was more excited for his goals and I, and, and I purposely did it on purpose, more excited for his goals when he was first started the class as opposed to at the end yeah. because 
it was just easy for him. Yeah. He's now been bumped up to the blue class, which is, I think it's um, six to nine year old or something. And he's just getting smashed. Okay. Yeah. And he's not liking it at all. Yeah. But I, what I tend to do is rather than tell him, look, you know, they're better at soccer than you at this, but you're also good at, you know, um, drawing or you're also good at playing Beyblades or whatever. Like I don't tend to do that pers- aspect. I tend to go give him like little mini goals within the goals. Yeah. So it's like, so next time go out there, don't worry about scoring goals. I want you to be tougher. Cause I've noticed, yeah, I've noticed that cause the kids are bigger than him. Yeah. They just bump him off. I said, don't actually, what I want you to do is I want you to go out there. I don't want you to care. I don't want, our daddy doesn't care about you scoring a goal. Daddy just wants you to fight for the ball, push, shove, kick, like just have a bit more grit. You know yeah. what I mean? So you give him like little mini goals yeah. to then achieve that. Yeah. So then once he's done that, he then can get the ball and then he can dribble a bit better. Then yeah. once he dribbles a bit better, he then scores the That's goal. Right. So with kids, sometimes it's not, you got 57%. It's like, okay, well, what did you do? What was the 7% that got you across the line? Yeah. Focus on the 7%. And then once you get to you've, you've that 7% that got you across the line, that that next seven percent is fifty seven to say sixty four percent, and so on and so on. Yeah. So I don't think parents are doing, I don't think parents are doing that. I think it's good to deflect and go, hey, you're you're also good at this. Don't worry about sucking at That's that. That's the buffering thing That's that I'd say is probably to help, and it, it it gives them a bit of context. Just that just buffers the edge of your real critical truth. Truth. Yeah. Right? You need to be truthful. You need. Yeah, I think to be you need to be truthful, but I think it comes down to the point of this whole kind versus nice. It's okay yes. to be kind to our kids, guys. Yeah. Like we don't just have to be nice to them all the all time. time. Yeah. We can be kind to them and it still means that you're a loving so parent. So what's, what's the, what's the, like, I know we've, we've kind of gone back and forth on the solution aspect of it, but like, like you obviously brought this up. Like what, what would you like? To me, I would say would you that do? kids are tougher than we think. Okay. We don't give kids enough credit yeah. What we try and do is try and buffer too much and try and nurture and carry their emotions too much. I think based on our own fear. Based exactly. Based on our own fear as parents. Yeah. So my my point to parents would be and you can pick and when when often when I, I speak and talk about these things, I'll sit like I'll try and try and take it like to one extreme or the other. Yeah. But that's just how I communicate. Realistically, it's you have to cater this and tailor this to your own child. But I think it's okay to have a little bit of awareness and be like, you know what? I think my kid is a bit tougher than what I think. Yeah. It's throw okay for me a little, a little bit, bit more. It's okay to throw him in the deep end, be a little bit kind, you know, send them out on their own a little bit and let them just work it out themselves. Yeah. And if they don't make it, it's okay. Yeah. Their life's not going to fall apart. Yeah. They might tantrum. Yeah. They might cry. You might think they're really emotionally unstable and you're going to get worried about how it's going to impact them in 10 years' time, mm-hmm. but they'll be okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have to have a little bit of faith that as humans, we've come a long way. We haven't been here for 10 years. We've yeah, been here for forever. tens of thousands of years. Yeah. We are more resilient than what we give ourselves credit for. And it starts with the kids. If we If we let them be, give them a pat on the back when you need it, but let them fail sometimes, I think we'll be doing them a service rather than a disservice later on. Yeah. And I think that starts with us as parents. No, I agree. Is throw them in the deep end a little bit mm-hmm. and let them learn how to swim. Yeah. So what should schools do then? Stop giving out fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth participation, blah, 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 trophies. And what happens? Because it's a business. Yep. We know we've discussed this before. What if it's just the, the pushback is... Then like, the schools need to turn around and have the conversation with the parents that 
this is the approach we're going to take. Give your kids more credit than they deserve. Than yeah. they, give your kids more credit than you're giving them. They're actually a lot tougher than you think. Yeah. Your kids will be okay. Yeah. Um, I think schools need to have that open conversation with a parent. Yeah. I don't think that they should be pulling all the parents into one auditorium and having that whole big conversation because then it's going to be a debate of parent <laughs> versus school. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if the parent doesn't like the school, well, then go to a different school. Yeah. Like th- it's okay for the school to sometimes run things the way that they want to run it. There's I, no, I agree the, with you. The, but this ties into I think this, this ties it, into parent privilege now because <laughs> yes, you've got some right. parents that go, well, I'm coming to this school, school and I'm because paying it's got you this, this much. name yep. and it's got this much money on it yep. and I now have your sticker on the back of my car, <laughs> so therefore I'm entitled because I'm on the PA. It's That's like right. that this, this like, you just took the word straight like, out of no, my mouth. No, Tommy, no, Jane, it's okay. You can just back off now. We're the school. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Your kid's tougher than than what you think. Yeah. Just back off a little bit okay. and let us so do our you're, job. You're the principal of the school. Yes. And you're sitting across from me now and I'm your financial advisor from your school. Yes. I would probably say as of as your financial advisor, I'm like, uh, uh, Principal Salaji, I think we have a little bit of a problem here. We uh, I think that's a conversation they're gonna have. Is, you know what I would- a lot of school a lot of I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. But I think this is the predicament that we're in with a lot of schools, is if there's a backlash like oh that principal Salaji is a real arrogant prick. You know, he, but I but uh, I would you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but when you have oh, the he's, con- he's so he's so like condescending or whatever it might be, I, however the interpretation of, course, of your message is no, delayed. I wouldn't have that conversation in a conversation condescending way no 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 no. you have to deploy some empathy and i would have a conversation caring for the parent caring for the kid but I, I'll, I'll answer you what your question because i know where you're going with it what i would say is that the conversation you have to have the parents is one that's honest yeah and one that shows that you still have the best interest of the kids at heart yeah what i would argue is i don't think a lot of parents would pull their kids out of a school because their kid didn't get a fourth place ribbon. I think you're right. I think I you're don't wrong. think so. I think you're what right. I'm finding and what I'm hearing from from schools and particularly schools that we know of that potential schools that our kids can go later on is parents are actually pulling kids out of the schools because the school doesn't have enough activities for the kids to actually do. Well, that that too. That too. I think parents parents would probably want to see more time vested into actually offering kids lots of different activities yeah. so that if the school's like it's only first, second or third in maths, English and science, well maybe the school needs to have a recorder class where a kid gets to play the recorder or mm. a kid gets to go and do um, you know play play a golf activity it doesn't like have to a, be like, a, like a mini university it has really. to be something else that they offer they can dip yeah. into an external program but maybe they need to offer that to the kids so if the kid actually has a strength in that area the school's actually betting on the kids strengths still offering them something but it may not be directly in the school yeah that's the conversation i think teachers need to have yeah because if the school's saying no this is our way it's these three categories your child either achieves or fails, and if you don't like it, you need to toughen up. Well, I'm sorry. They'll also play to the school and have their response on them, which is, welcome to uh, the real world. If your business now fails because you're not catering to the strengths of all kids, yeah. then maybe your school does deserve to actually fail. Yeah. And then they should suffer. <laughs> That's what so I mean. So I won't sit on... I'll, I'll say it to the school. I'm not here just to stand for the schools. If the school principal is being condescending and they're going to lose out, they deserve to lose out if they don't cater... To the strengths of the kids. Yeah. It can't just be categorized for the top three awards. This is all based on the interpretation of your message though as well. 
100%. The message has to be communicated yeah, well. But if parent- then, then it's Chinese whispers as well. It's like, oh, my kid's going into kindergarten. Which school do you think you should go to? Oh, I don't think you should go. Parents to- will talk anyway, man. That, yeah, I know. I, look, I'm, I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I agree with everything that you're saying, but I think that's the predicament that schools are in. It's like, if we, if we toughen up, it may backlash on the business of the school, the funding, the obviously the, how they make money is more and more students and how they get more and more students is they build more and more demountables and then more and more activities. But it all just comes with students and parents lining the pockets of the schools. Yeah. If the message is too tough for the 25 to 40 year old parents yeah. that are, you know, molly collaring the, the children, they yeah. may not go to that school. Yes. So then they soften the... The laws, yes. I guess, and, you know, fourth and fifth and eighth place ribbons. Yes. So that everyone's like, I'm going to go to that school because it's going to make my child feel better. Yes. So on a business perspective, that school now yes. is considered a better school because it has more students. Yes. But the problem is here is the parent, the principal and the parent are talking to each other. Yeah. The, the, the true problem under all of this is who's asking the kid right now? So if the principal turned around and said, you know what, you know what, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Bring your son or daughter in yeah. when you have this meeting with us. They look at the kid and they say, look, you didn't come first. What are you interested in doing? Yeah. And then the kid turns around and goes, well, I didn't come first because it's maths and I suck at maths anyway, but I just feel bad. It's like, okay, well, toughen up, teacup. Yeah. Ask your question. Ah, see what, what I mean? Hold guy. on. I, I'm being, <laughs> extre- I'm being I'm extreme. I'm just trying to throw in the, the dynamics of the class. How dare you speak to my child like <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm being, I'm joking around. And say it. I'm kidding. I'm but kidding. If I, if, but it's if, pretty if, funny. He's a toughen up, teacup. It ain't cuddles town. Listen, if you say to the kid, look, and they didn't come first. Oh, but what shit. are you really interested in doing, right? And if the kid's like, I don't know, I, I like crocheting. It's like, well, we didn't know that. So why do you like crocheting? Because crocheting is a good activity. I'm just picking an activity. Yeah, I can't okay. So what the parents should then do is yeah. take themselves out of the picture. Yeah. The principal should do is take the parents out of themselves out of the picture and say, right, let's see if there's a a community activity or a class somewhere that does crocheting. Yeah. And let's develop your skills, your child strengths in that area. Let them go to that class or that activity once a week if that's the sporting activity they want to do, for example. Yeah. Let them enjoy that and build their strengths in that. So then we're betting on the kids' strengths because otherwise the conversation is still going to be between the principal Mm -hmm. and the parent and we're keeping the kid out of the conversation. The kid is resilient and they should have a voice in this thing and and look at what they're good at so that we can bet on their strengths, and they'll probably get a first place ribbon in that. Okay, I see. It's okay. I see where we're going with this, and you, you make a good point. I think ultimately, where this is probably going to go into, which might be an, an episode on itself, is the fact that probably the curriculum, the current, I would say, outdated curriculum, has been the influence of the eighth place ribbons. That's potentially a thing too. I think, I think that is the thing because the system has been around forever and it hasn't really changed. The parenting has changed, yep. which has influenced the the awards system, yep. which is then making the the curriculum outdated. So we should... I oh, think it highlights just how outdated it yeah, is. Yeah, so the, the, going back to your crocheting um, example, which is, which is fair, I think most schools aren't going to be able to, to ne- offer offer a they niche. won't they that's won't. right they won't but that but then that the the, the benefits me- of doing this are far reaching because then it goes it forces the school to actually 
network with local businesses, network yeah. with other which community they don't, events. Which, again, which they don't have time to do. Well, I know they don't. Because the, the, gov- the government and the board of, what's it, what are they called again? The board of whatever, um, of education has a certain curriculum and guideline that teachers are supposed to follow no, and a certain amount of days to follow. Yeah. All this extra stuff means they have to then work more, which means we're probably going to get another strike somewhere in the city where the schools are going to close down, have a people-free day. It's just, this is a snowball effect. So yeah. it's like... I'm not saying that everything is stemming from eighth place Rome Rubens, wasn't but built in a day. Hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes. I would say we can't boil the ocean. Yeah, but it starts somewhere. It might just be one crocheting class. I'm just <laughs> yeah. picking crocheting. It could be anything. It could be it could be cooking. It could be um, it could be painting. It could be. It, it it could be an electronics class. Like yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. It could be anything at all. But I think there are activities out there. And if it takes in, if, if I remember the back in a few episodes ago, I gave you the example of the careers coordinator that basically told one of the other students in my class that, yeah, I remember you know, the story, yeah. maybe you just shouldn't do this class because you won't come first. But he was killing it anyway. And he was and doing all right anyway. And they said to the, they said to the kid, no, nah, don't do it. They forced him had into that, the system. Had that careers coordinator, instead of wasting time trying to coordinate with the kid yeah. about getting out of the class so they can pick up the overall grades of the school, you've actually spent the same amount of time looking at the strengths. Yeah. And realizing that they're actually doing well, or maybe finding an alternative subject that mm-hmm. the kid was actually interested in doing, doing and that could have been really, really good at. Yeah, it, the benefits on the kid. Yeah, would have been profound. Yeah, I think you hit a good point there. I think again, going back to your crocheting and what you just said just then, I think, yeah, I think that's probably the best the best way to do it is focusing on the strengths. Because then there's there's the curriculum that the, everyone has to follow, but then there's the strengths part. So yeah. you might be ranked twelfth in your class for science, yep. or fourteenth, or whatever. But then I think collectively in in the whole school, from seventh grade to twelfth grade or kindergarten to year six, there's probably another six or seven students in the whole of the school that might be interested in crocheting. That's so right. there might be a crocheting class, That's right? And there might be one kindergarten kid, two year three kids. Um, and one year five kid. Yep. And they all do different levels of crocheting, yep. but it's then the crocheting That's class. Right. And then they build those kids together as a unit collectively That's right. to then build. And yep. you're not giving, it's not saying, oh, guys, you're extra special. Like, give you yeah. a pat on the back there. How <laughs> but you are they going to feel extra special though? Just the devil's advocate. Like, but they should feel special, but not because you're going and patting them on the back, but because you're giving them something they enjoy. So but yes, is, they'll feel special. Are we like, feeding oh. the beast by then saying, okay, you're not good at science, maths, and English. We're creating a subject for you to feel good We're at. not creating a subject. We're, We're asking creating them what a, they enjoy, enjoy and giving them what they want. So is it part of the curriculum? Or is it just a, or is it just like an call, extra thing it, it, that they it can do? Call it whatever you want it to call it creative unit. I don't know. Okay. Call it the life unit. Call it the call it the your interests unit or your strengths unit i don't know anything yeah okay but it's still something that they can do because okay. we put all this emphasis on maths english and science like i'm a scientist but guys like science doesn't matter all that much to everybody yeah. neither does maths and neither does an english. english yeah it's just not the way the world is these days we've got a phone we've got google we've got calculators you want to find information you want to find information seconds. you can be resourceful like yeah. why are we placing such a big emphasis on these three subjects okay when there are a whole bunch of other things in the world that people can do. Mm. So yes, this dips into a lot of different, different areas. Yeah. I think the the real take-home message is kids are they're tough. They're tougher than what we give them credit for. Yeah. Just bring it um, back, bring it back to the original. There are some kids that inherently are just not. Yeah. And that's a separate different thing. Mm-hmm. And I understand if there's certain other 
Um, if there are certain other dynamics at play for some kids, I understand there might be exceptions to the rules, right? Yeah, I understand yeah. that. But for the most part, for the general population at large, it is okay to not pat them on the back every single day mm-hmm. and give them a false sense of life's okay because yeah. sometimes it'll be a bit tough. And it's okay if you if you miss the goal and it's okay if you sit on the bench. Definitely okay if you sit on the bench. It's and, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get to sit on the bench, then sometimes it's cool because, you know, you might be off thinking about something else you're interested <laughs> in doing anyway. Sometimes you're sitting on the bench is and, reflection you, and your time. team is down and you get brought on and you score the winning goal. Yeah, that's right. So sometimes coming off the bench. Yeah. Are we picking up that kid now? Hey. Are we picking up that kid now? Which kid? By telling her it's okay, they're gonna, they might score the goal. Well... You're sitting on the bench, Timmy, and you're sitting on it for the rest of the goddamn game. <laughs> Nothing. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> no, but I think you have to pick the. Uh, well, this is a different mindset. But as a coach, a soccer coach, or a football coach, or whatever, you got you need to make your guys that are. This is this is a good one, right? You got to you need to make the guys or girl girls that are sitting on the bench feel valuable as well, because on a on a sport perspective, yeah. If you're making them feel like shit, like oh, sorry, you're not good enough for this. For the when start. they come on, they weren't performing. They weren't, yeah, exactly. No, of course. They weren't. So you need yeah, to be yeah, like... Sports psychology involved. Sports psychology yeah. involved. Yeah. You got to go up to Timmy and go, hey, look, you're not playing, you're not starting at right wing um, right now, but this team normally at around the 60 minute mark, they get a little bit tired. You're you're a quick whipper. I'm going to bring her on this time and I have a feeling that you're going to score a goal. So it's like different sports psychology aspects yes. of it. And maybe that can be impl- implemented yes. into kids as well. Yes. Um, I think I wanted to talk about, this, this is going on for, for, for a little while now, but I, I think for another topic, I wanted to um, uh, potentially speak about the importance at a very young age um, of i think having a psychologist yeah or a or a psychotherapist session isn't just for adults i think i, it, I saw you added this topic last yeah, night added on this the topic Google thing and i was like oh i i i'll leave this for another table we could a little bit of a you know, i guess a teaser because we've gone a little bit over for, for this episode but i really want to talk about where we can i think even at a very young age having a as a psychologist in today's world, yeah, would benefit kids deal with the amplitude of what's happening around them at the moment. I'm curious for that topic. We might sit on. We might sit on because that, that's a that's a one. that's a big one. Uh, there. <laughs> but I, I honestly think because having a lot of clients that are psychologists themselves and a lot of the feedback that we keep talking about, I think back in the day, kids were just I wouldn't say simpler, but it just the life was simple. Simpler, maybe. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. But I think now there's just so many distractions yeah. and so many opportunities at the same time that a psychologist at a very young age, yeah. the, visiting a quack doesn't mean you're going crazy. Yeah. I think visiting a psychologist at a very I'm, young age will help, you know, that whole I'm sixth place ribbon, eighth place ribbon I'm type I'm curious kids. for that episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, maybe my, maybe, maybe I think we need new. the. I think we need to have the right type of people doing that role before we even consider that as an option. I've got some things to add to that. I've got some things to add to that. But yeah, we'll leave that one for another day. So yeah, look, I think it's okay. Make it your kids will be tough if if you toughen up parents. Yeah. They, they'll be okay if they fall over. It's okay. Yes, it's okay. 
Like I, I consciously try and do that with my boys. I, I, I'll be honest. I will often as well, just as much slip into the molly coddle. I just do naturally because you don't want to see your kids. No, no up, parent wants upset, to see their kid upset. But I almost, it's almost like when you, you know, when you're peeling your own bandaid off, yep. you either do it slow and it hurts or you do it quick and it's like a quick pain. Yep. That's what I do sometimes with my kids. I'm like, you're, you're really pulling sh- the band-aid slow and it's hurting and sometimes you need to just rip it off sometimes you just need to rip it off and sometimes with kids it's going to be a slow burn in yep. watching them fail yeah um but it's okay but and some parents are peeling that band-aid off and they're putting sorbeline cream around the yeah, edges they're just they're, they're managing they're it it's just a band-aid they're, they're quick put an ice pack on their head while we're peeling the band-aid take a deep breath in timmy it's gonna hurt <laughs> oh no i can't do it but we'll come back tomorrow and we'll finish it off just rip off the goddamn band-aid exactly <laughs> all right on that point, <laughs> I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, um, episode 12, and I uh, hope it's provided some good value. Yeah. I think we, we, we managed to to warm up towards the end because I was feeling really tired. Um, so I'm glad you, you, you were very gentle with my emotions and, and kind of warmed me up into it and our little hot chockey and our coffee, warm beverages oh, comforted us along the way and we, we finally made it in the end. You're, uh, you're, you're very welcome, man. You're very welcome. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. As Daniel said, to episode 12, we are getting very close to uh, Christmas uh, in the next few weeks. Yep. Uh, it's been uh, a pleasure so far being able to record these episodes. We will continue recording them uh, throughout the Christmas and holiday season. And uh, so, you know, continue to stay tuned uh, each week. If you do have any feedback, we would always love to to receive it. Please feel free to reach out, send us an email or go on our show, socials and uh, drop us a message. And as always, go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I keep saying iTunes. I think it's Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Uh, give us a rating uh, and tell a friend. All right. I think it's time to go back to class now, guys. <laughs> the soundboard <laughs> is back. <laughs> Sorry. I had to sneak that one in. All right, uh, guys. Gotta, have a good, uh, have a good week. Have a good week, everyone. Cheers. See you later. Bye. Bye. soundboard it came in handy right at the end almost forgot about that Wait, one what else is there on there um what's self-destruct what's oh this one self-destruct sequence activated oh i love that you like that one yeah all right awesome maybe next time <laughs> good i like it all right man <laughs> cheers man that was a good one all right thanks you did really well today you, i did you I did really did well. well i think um you know are we are you pampering me again? I think, I think I am pampering you. A little bit of bubble wrap around you. You, you feeling okay today? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I might go and sit down. You might need to sit down. You got a soft enough pillow. <laughs>